Minions, take hold of the reins and pull my chariot to the doctor with haste. I must cure myself of this lycanthropy before I listen to the Game Punchers podcast. Episode 130 for Thursday, the 2nd of July, 2015. Game Punches is the most regressive and ponderous video game podcast on the internet. My name is Steve, and I'm back. And I'm John, and you are back. I am back. What about that? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's been a while. I've been away and stuff. All kinds of shit's gone wrong with me, dude. Like, the air conditioning was a serious problem. That was a serious fucking problem. And then, um, but we got that sorted two whole fucking weeks in the middle of summer in Virginia... Where it's like, you know, you're just bathing in a warm cloth all summer. It's that humid. Um, and so we managed to survive. I did this, like, weird... The the dance of the of the box fans. Like, every morning I'd move them up into the living room. And I'd have this little AC unit on wheels. And I'd plug it into the window. And then I would blow very lame amounts of very cold air. But very lame airflow. So I'd stick a big box fan in front of that to suck in the air, blast it into the rest of the room. Then I had another box fan that was angled at 45 degrees to blast it up on into the kitchen and the dining area. And I'd have this system of fans everywhere. And then, um, at, I don't know, about 8pm, 9pm, something, I'd unhook everything, take it all down into the basement that was still relatively cool, and I'd re-hook up everything down there for the kids, because like, we got a, an old sofa in the middle of the spare room there, and doing nothing pull out bed in there so the kids would sleep on there we'd put on tv until they just go to sleep because there's no way they're going to go to sleep in the heat right unless you like can like distract them with movies and then i just blast air at them with fans <laughs> all kinds of air and then we just come into this back room with one box fan hooked up in the window and then the cycle would begin again the next day and we did this for two fucking weeks um and in the end i managed to fix it entirely new fucking air conditioning unit not very happy but still there it is um well that's then. thank you that's been <laughs> my uh that that's my my jam um and then oh yeah and then my dad came into town and uh i was entertaining my dad for two and a half to three weeks he was here for a while so um yeah that kind of put me out of commission i'm it wasn't like a, it wasn't relaxing. It's like any time that I needed to be anywhere and do anything, I always ended up um, being very busy at it. So like, and it always ended up interfering with the podcast and stuff. And Fraser kept saying, "Hey, can we? Uh, are you going to come on tonight? Uh, are you going to be here? Uh, can we? Can we rely on you to be here this week?" And I'm like, dude, like I am currently driving home from this place, and then I've got to go here and pick up this shit, and then go and take this over here, and then I've got to go here and do this. Like every single time, I had like a whole laundry list of shit I was in the middle of, and I just couldn't attend. So. I'm back, he went home, AC's working fine, and I've got to play some games. So it's all good. We're back to normal, hopefully. Back to normal. Well, except it's Canada Day. 
Yes. Which is Blame Canada. Blame Canada. <laughs> um, so, of course, Fraser is way too busy drinking maple syrup and uh, crying that he doesn't have any freedom. Um, and Fish, what's Fish doing? Is he just busy? Um, he has kids. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he pretends he has kids when he's busy. No, I think he just had something about this, something going on this week, some stuff going on. Who knows? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. So anyway, today, John, I'm drinking this delicious. I don't know if you can see in the camera. San Pellegrino. Like, yeah, San Pellegrino. It's like uh, it's blood orange. That's and a good it one. Is, it's fucking delicious. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's fucking delicious. Comes with a little foil top to prevent tampering. Mug, what do you want? <laughs> mug root beer. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, I also have a backup. A backup water just in case Ooh. yeah no alcohol i was out earlier drinking with friends and i'm done now so i've got to kind of straighten the shit up yeah i had a couple earlier so <sighs> god this is so good honestly t- san pellegrino blood orange get that shit it's delicious <laughs> mm. they sell it in starbucks in like little glass bottles yeah we also like to thank san pellegrino for sponsoring our show today <laughs> <laughs> if only wouldn't that be nice um, all right, amazing. so yeah, I, I believe we have like one person in. Oh no, we got Wyatt. There he is, Wyatt. And we also have someone else, <laughs> Pand Pandicornal Queen. In the, uh, I really don't know. I really don't know um, how that's pronounced. But yeah, we got someone new here, Pandicornal Queen. Welcome, uh, or oh, Kimmy or Pandy. That's easier. Okay, we'll go with Pandy. Let's go with Pandy. That works. Pandy's in the chat. We've got Wyatt May in the chat. No Stu Lecky. Why? No uh, Bungo the Saiyan. He's never in, but why? No, <laughs> no, no Gary. No, no Gary Sinise or, in there. Or De Felici. <laughs> or no, De Felici. No, uh, no Tom Hanks in there. Nope. Um, I see what you did there. A little Forrest no, Gump. You like that? Little, uh, no Morgan Freeman. No Morgan Freeman. Either, so... You know, it's not all it could be. Uh, what's up, dudes? What's up, Wyatt May? Yes, what's with the camera this time? It's because it's me and John, and we're vain debutantes. So you get to enjoy our discotheques. I might actually turn this one off in the background. There you go. So you got the full laser oh. disco. See that Look shit? That. Look at that. Here, I have my... That? Oh, hey. <laughs> I- iPhone disco. So, um, yeah, any any minute now, the stream's going to start showing folks this amazing disco I've got going on. Yes. It's pretty tight, i got to say. It's pretty tight. Um, okay, so um, we should probably get down to business. We have a list. Um, of course, Fish isn't here. Fraser isn't here, but Fish did give us a list. Frish. Frish. This is a fish list, and otherwise Asia. known as a fist. <laughs> <laughs> the weekly fist, if you will. A fish list. So, and this one, hang on. That's That's the wrong link. What is this he gave me? What? Oh, here we go. The link is... And uh, you're not looking, are you? You can't look. Because I've got to surprise you with the list. Did you go? No, Don't go. It, it go back. Load. We're close. Oh, close it. Okay, so... The list is the top ten hardest video games of all time. All right, then. You know, I'm willing to bet... This is askmen.com. So, I'm willing to bet that they've got it all wrong. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> off the bat. Who do you think they asked? I, th- I... girls. Men? No, wait, wait, wait. Small boys, mate. No. <laughs> All right. So, men, I'm sure, know a little bit about difficult games. Well, let's see how much they know. Okay. 
Top 10. 10. Zelda 2. The Adventures of Link. On the NES. Now, I'm not going to read all the shit that they wrote down and what was the hardest part and why it was hard. I never played this, so I can't really comment. What about you? Did you play this one? Zelda 2? Nope. I didn't have an NES when I was growing up. In fact, the first time I played Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, was when the Wii came out and I got it on the virtual console. <laughs> that is literally the first time I played it. There you go. Um, yeah, so that's, that's that. All right, next. Number nine. Alien vs. Predator Ooh. on... The Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> on Fraser's car? <laughs> on the Jaguar. <laughs> on the Jag. Um, yeah, yes. it, it was probably hard because it was on a Jaguar, <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah, fuck that. I didn't play it on the Jag. I, I actually did play a Jag once, but it wasn't Alien vs. Predator. I can't remember what game it was, but it wasn't AVP. One of the very few games on the Jag. Did you play this on the Jag? I'm guessing no. No. All right, let's move on. Number seven. I don't, I don't have any video games. You don't? You know, no. I don't play anything. I don't play games. <laughs> um, I hate computers. Uh, number eight, F-Zero GX on the GameCube. Again, I didn't play this either. <laughs> nope. God damn it, Fish. All right. <laughs> this is ridiculous. He wasn't to know, but he could, could he have got it any worse? Could he have know. got it any more wrong? Next, please be something I've played. No, you've probably played this Contra on the NES. Number seven. Yes. Okay. Is this one of the hardest games ever made? Not really. No. no? All right, then. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm glad this list's working out. Great. Next. I said next. Okay. <laughs> Super, Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels, also known as Super Mario Bros. 2 in Japan. Well, then. Yeah. Um, actually, no. This is completely different. The Lost Levels is an entirely different version of Mario. Okay. I'm confused now. Alright, anyway, yeah, this is apparently very difficult. I never played this. Again, we're down to number six. I haven't played a shit on this list. Nope. Alright then, moving on. Thanks, Fish. Mega Man 9. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I don't play anything. Nope. <laughs> moving on. Super Ghouls and Ghosts. <laughs> Super NES. Yes? No? No. Nope. Number three, Demon Souls. There I got we it. Go. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, that's hard as fuck. Okay, when Demon. Oh, I'm not gonna read it. Okay, Demon Souls is fucking hard. Have you played any of the Souls yet? Yeah. Which one? Which one have you slammed the, your dick in a drawer with? Darker one. Dark Souls. The darker of the Souls. <laughs> Just one or two. One. Okay. Um, I've played all of them, and I think Dark Souls one is pretty tight. Demon Souls has a good feel to it, but yeah, it's, I don't think I put enough time into Demon Souls to even be qualified to say yes, this is a difficult game. Because yeah, it was hard, but it was hard, and I stopped playing because it was so hard. So I'm not really sure. I'm sure I deserve. I'm not sure I deserve that one. Um, have you got anything to add on Demon Souls? We all know this. It's hard. Everyone knows yeah. it. That's what they're awesome. known for. All right then. <laughs> oh, Ninja Gaiden Black. Uh, on the PlayStation 2, I played them all on the Xbox, the original Xbox. And then I played Ninja Gaiden Black was actually on the PlayStation 3. Oh. I think. Oh no, that was Ninja Gaiden Sigma. Ignore me. Yeah, Ninja Gaiden Black was on the Xbox and the on the uh, PS2. That was a hard game, but I finished that fucking game, so it wasn't that hard. I mean, it, there's one boss... Give yourself there, some credit. Yay! <laughs> there's one boss that... Oh, yeah, there you go. Hardest part. The boss, Alma... Alma. I mean, it's like she was like some kind of like pink demon woman, 
and just she had like a thousand different attacks and you just couldn't block anything <laughs> she just, she just come in and just fucking mop the floor with you and I think I must I think I got stuck on Alma on my first playthrough for about I'm not lying I think I was stuck on that reloading the same save trying every night for three weeks three whole go. fucking weeks <laughs> um, and I did do that eventually and I moved on and that game is it doesn't get any harder than that it's like it's like peaks in the middle like a bell curve um and then I got Ninja Gaiden Sigma, couldn't get past her at all. Hmm. I mean, it's just a remake, but it was a high def remake, and I, I couldn't get past her at all. I so those tried. higher definitions made it harder. It, they did not. Well, yeah, <laughs> they made it even more impossible. Like I even, I even like borrowed my brother-in-law's PS3 under false pretenses, downloaded his Ninja Gaiden Sigma save from when he got past that boss put them onto my PS3 and attempted to load one of his saves so that I could just get past it and then save it for myself. Um, and it doesn't work because it's tied to the actual hardware. So, couldn't do that. Next! Battletoads. Fucking Battletoads. There's a there's a thing about Battletoads. Isn't there? There's a thing. There's a thing, like folks, folks love battle toads, don't they? Mm-hmm. They like the like the toads. They like them. Um, so these kids are playing. Turn, hey, the kids! I'm gonna turn this light back on again. Um, so oh, it's a bit dark, isn't it? That's better. All right. So yeah, I'm not gonna give Battle Toads much of a mention because it's coming back out on the rare collection, and I never played it when it was out. Apparently, it's got a big following, but I think we discussed a few weeks back that we had no idea why it was so popular. Right. Like no idea. It's got no business being. A cult classic. Well, it's got Leonardo, <laughs> Michelangelo, Splinter, Bebop, Bebop, Rocksteady. Um, it's got them all in there. Uh, all right, fuck this list. All right, this week's fist is a bust. The bust fist. It's a bust. It is a bust. All right, what's next on our list? We should, we should probably just yeah, men were asked, so you know it must be correct. <laughs> Got on your fish. All right, let's move to what you've been playing because the, the, this list, this list kind of bummed me out a little bit. Yeah. Well, you oh, haven't, but you haven't been here in a while. Why don't you talk about what you played? I can talk about what I played. Can I just say that in the comments, uh, Pandy is distracted by your beard and mustache. All right, I'll cut so, it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Why is everyone interested in Battle Toads? I don't, I don't give a fuck. No, no one gives a fuck about it, Wyatt. You're correct. I think it's just... I think it's all Battletoads... Uh, like, the marketing. It's that old Battletoads marketing at work. Yeah. That's just, you know, Obamacare run amok. All well, right. You know, they, they showed up in uh, Shovel Knight on the Xbox One. Shovel Knight! Yes, they did. <laughs> they did. All right. So, I'll... I, okay, I can tell you what I've been playing. I can tell you what I've been playing. Um, How would you... How would you like to hear about um, Batman... Let's hear about Batman. Batman. The Batman. The the Batman. Um, I'll tell you one cool part about the Batman. There's a a side mission segment um, that has you chasing a bat in the shape of a man Hmm. that they refer to as Man Bat. (laughs) I'm not not joking. That's no lie. And they delayed it and they couldn't fix that? I know. (laughs) 
reckon they got from June 1st to June 16th? You think they could have fixed that up in 16 days? Um, Should we cut this? <laughs> Man bat sounds shit. Let's keep it. It's actually a really good bunch of quests. But anyway, okay, so um, we all know Rocksteady. Not, <laughs> not, not Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> no. The other Rocksteady. <laughs> that makes, you know, them Batman games. Yeah. Um, so, you know... The Foot Clan. The, the, everyone, <laughs> anyone that, that listens to this show for any degree of time knows that my favorite game of all time, apart from Doom, is... Everlove. <laughs> George Lucas <laughs> uh, once said. Um, yeah, my favorite game apart from that one is Batman Arkham Asylum. Uh, not City, but Batman Arkham Asylum. Um, for a lot of a thousand reasons. Um, Arkham City had, you know, it had like the main bones of it. It had like the bones there, but they completely changed the structure of the beats of the game, the loops, like, you know, find clues, go here, go there. It's like Arkham Asylum had this really um, polished, dense narrative. Things were going on on this side of Arkham Island. And the asylum, whereas and and the fact that it was all contained in one space that had an awful lot of character and like every every time, no matter where you were, you could look up and see something that was very recognizably indicative of where you were. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm in the graveyard. I'm in the botanical gardens. I'm in the prison ward. You know that kind of stuff. And uh, I'm the, I'm in the big fucking elevator shaft. Um, and like it just it it had everything that you could possibly want in that game. It had everything, including all of his arch MCs and everything else. Um, and it was, to me, it was very close to a perfect game. Um, City, when they bust open the walls and kind of created this big open world version of Arkham Asylum, um, I think it lost a bit of its soul. I also think that the design was less nuanced and it was more generalized mm-hmm. um i think this stuff didn't have as much character i think you know i mean it still had a lot of fucking character but i mean this is a really you know it's triple a pedigree game but i don't know, it just seemed to lose a little bit of of its heart arkham knight seems to be arkham city well, that style of game but with the feel like it's got it's got Arkham Asylum soul to it if that's if I if that's kind of makes sense yeah like there's a lot of gothic weight to everything in our in Arkham Knight like a lot of gothic weight to everything um there's an awful lot of spires and gargoyles and you know a lot of moss and ivy and old rundown buildings and a couple and, of hot topics know, uh, yeah Gothic. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know you got the the spiky wristbands and um and the uh, bondage pants and and it, you know it's got its high tech segments as well but for the most part it really does a good job of continuing Arkham Asylum's vibe. I, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's like overall, the majority of the stuff in there is Arkham Asylum feeling to me. Uh, but okay, you get the big open world that is Arkham City. Of course, it's three times as big as Arkham City. Um, but that, that's kind of that's that's where we're coming at it from. Like that that's the game that you're presented with. Um, 
I would like to open this to the floor. Ask me anything about Batman Arkham, uh, Arkham Knight City Asylum. The last one. Arkham Knight. The new one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Not Batman. the last one. Well, no. it's kind of the last one. The new one. Yeah, the last one. The most recent, but it's also the last. The last of us. Ask, <laughs> that's the last of Batman. Ask me that one. Batman. Um, yeah. How are... It's more open worldish, right? Right. Uh, it's it's like. Do you have to? Yeah, it's it, really it's more open world than the previous one was. It's there's a main story beat that will right. p- put you from place to place to place. Oh, such a body's over there. I better go investigate. But as well as that, at any one given moment, and more become available over time. There are side quests that that are several tiers deep. Um, like for example, the the man bat. <laughs> is um, at first you just uncover it by accident by climbing onto a ledge where it's already there and it'll scare you and go, oh shit, that's fucking weird. And then that will spark off another side quest. Um, and there's like, you have a radial dial where you can choose which side quest you want. You hit it the D-pad right and it'll bring up this big radial. And like every quadrant of this thing is filled up with a quest and a progress bar on it from the center out to it. So... Um, the first step would be to track it down. Like, he'll see it. Then, next time, when you, you do something else, come back. Now you can choose to, okay, I'll I'll continue on this quest line. And then he'll say, okay, I've got to go back and I've got to listen for, uh, you know, use my, inv- inv- what are the detective mode and my sound and figure out where this thing's flying around. And I've got to catch it and take a blood sample, right? So, like, and then, so that's the next step. So he Got catches it. it, gets a blood sample. And then it'll fly off, and that's that's the end of that for the time being. Then you go and do something else, and then it'll become it'll kind of get a red X through it. You can't continue on that quest line until you've done a few other things. So you can quite accidentally do a mix a mixed bag of different quest types and side quests and the main quest, and keep you know balancing and juggling around to kind of keep yourself entertained in whatever way you want. Um, all the way through the game but it will also kind of coax you in the right direction every now and again Um, like if something opens up down the road like say another Riddler quest opens up down the road and you look at what quests to do next like once you've finished one thing then it'll say every time you finish something it says you know hit the D-pad right to pick which quest you want to do next or which mission you want to do next and if something is if there's a new development on one of them the icon will kind of flash a little bit, and then you're going to click on it, and then it's really good how as soon as you select a, a quest line, like say you want to do stage two in Manbat, <laughs> as soon as you select it, it zooms back out to Batman, and then Batman kind of does a little bit of a monologue to kind of get you caught up and tell you what's happening next. Okay, like like uh, he's still out there. I know I'm going to have to climb onto the onto the top of the city and find him or whatever. Is that and your then, best Batman? It's my very best Batman. Um, <laughs> I, I am I am Batman. Oh, much better. I'm I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Batman? I'm Bat. I'm Batman. Batman would be the best Twitter handle. Batman. There's <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine once. We were getting drunk at his house, and he was bending over <laughs> cleaning some dishes. And he was his pants were showing like his underpants, and I guess he had Batman boxes on. But because of where the seam on the waistband of his of his underpants met it it spelled out Batman man and I was very impressed that was just one of those incidental things that happens in life it's very cool Batman man so 
Back to back, man. <laughs> back to Batman. Um, this game looks. God, it looks so good. God! You're obviously not playing on PC. <laughs> Forgot to clarify this. Yeah, this is PS4 version. Hey, I'm not. Hey, it's running great for me. What's up, PCMR? Um, yeah, it's working fine for me, of course, because I'm. I'm inferior with a console, so I have to deal with 30 frames a second that runs smooth as silk. Um, yeah, it, it runs... For shame. I know. it run, Dude, it runs fantastically on, on the PlayStation. I'm, I'm having a hard time just believing how good this game looks and how smooth it looks. Constantly, like... I haven't been like this with a game since fucking Gears came out first. Like, way back. You know when you're just running around going, God damn, this is a good looking game. And then you just stop and look around going, God, this is way too good. This is a great looking game. I can't believe how good this game looks. Um, and this is the same. Every now and again, I'll just stop. And it's like, it's cutscene level quality. Mm-hmm. And it's bizarre. Like, at the very fr- like I spent, and my brother-in-law confirmed this because he did the same exact thing and we compared notes after the fact and we hadn't talked about it beforehand. Both of us are guilty of after uh, like uh, uh, like an, a cinematic happens, and then every everyone stops. And you're like, shut up! Can I move the camera now? Like, is it? Are we are we still in the cinematic? And you'd notice the camera, and sure enough, it was in game engine the whole time. That's ridiculous. It's insane. You know that part in the trailers where he, f- where you get a close up of his eyes. And then it spins around. Yeah. That's in-game. <laughs> Alright. That's fucking in-engine. Um, just the, you know, the close-ups when he brings up his little kind of... Um, his communication video device on his arm. The camera comes in close over his shoulder. And you can just see the rain droplets going down his cowl. And it's just... Oh, it's, just, oh, it's so good looking. An amazing game. Every time you go to a Riddler... Uh, one of the Riddler Batmobile segments, like you go into this elevator shaft in the Batmobile and it kind of goes down, and all the light that gets thrown across that thing as it's going down is just amazing. Like the light through bars and railings and stuff, and then the Joker is, he has a projection image that gets kind of painted across the Batmobile. It's, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Nice. Uh, is, the, I mean, uh, is the Batmobile gimmicky? Um... It's a hell of a lot of gimmicks, but they make it work. Um, they really make it work. There, there's one thing that they don't show you at all, at least that I'm aware of, um, in any of the trailers, and it's, it's got a grapple hook. Um, and I don't remember seeing any grapple hook stuff in any of the marketing. I only no, I saw, either. you know, bring it in, it'll do a jump, it'll boost or whatever, and it does that weird tank sidey slide thing. Um, but yeah, it's got a grapple hook. And one of the very first things they have you do when you get the fucking Batmobile is the like, uh, yeah, you've got to get the Batmobile onto that roof over there. You're like, well, how do I do it? Well, you could always just grapple hook this point halfway up this building and tow yourself up the wall. <laughs> like You're just like towing yourself, dragging yourself up the side of this building. Like in the Batmobile, crawling up the side of a wall. It's amazing. And That's then there's insane. all kinds of yeah it's 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 amazing so good yeah the um the battle mode 
Um, the implementation of the which triggers to use to it to trigger it it's a bit suspect. But aside from that, I mean, you can change that in the options. But like going into battle mode that basically turns it into a hover tank in all directions, you know, defies gravity and it can shoot everything. Um, it's a means to an end. I mean, they do they they kind of lean on that mechanic a lot. There's an awful lot as, as you go further into the game. There's a lot of um, tank drones that you have to take out and they'll shoot lasers but they'll telegraph where they're going to shoot ahead of time with a red line giving you just enough time to jet pack out of the way or jet boost out of the way and then shoot them they'll take two shots and then go down then you can upgrade your guns and you know then there are bigger ones where you've only you got to shoot their their tailpipe rather than the front of them so you got to kind of sneak around behind them around the city in this big fucking tank um and uh yeah the there's a lot of gimmicks in there. There's a lot of mechanics that, that I mean, they lean really heavily on the Batmobile, but not. I mean, traversing from one side of Gotham to the other, you can go anywhere you want. You can either jump right in the Bat. I mean, they do kind of limit where you can go, like in as far as like um, there. There are three islands, and they'll block off your access with. Um, like the the bridges will be closed, and uh, like two bridges will be closed. You'll only get access to one island. Um, so then, of course, the only way you can open those places is to kind of glide in as Batman behind the scenes and like do a bunch of mission shit to open that bridge so that you can then bring the Batmobile across. But that will only be to service like future Batmobile-based missions in that area. Like anytime you've got to go from one side of Arkham to another or the, the Gotham to the other. You can just wing it, grapple hook it, or take the Batmobile. It's entirely up to you. The fact that it's always just a button press and a corner away is fantastic. Because you never know when you're going to use it. And sometimes, even though you don't have to use it, it's useful because it's got this remote Batmobile control thing going on. So, like, you can be stuck in a building surrounded by, you know, cannons and guns and shit with no obvious way out. And you go, hang on a minute. I think I parked my Batmobile outside. And then you can just go into the remote Batmobile controls, and as long as it's within range of you, within a certain range, you can use that and fuck all their shit up from the outside with the Batmobile tank. And then... And then you can kind of... I lost your video, by the way. And then... <clears throat> and then um, bring it back in. Like, you know, then send it away or whatever, and away you go. It's... There's... Like I said, it's a really intrusive big chunk of game that they've introduced with the Batmobile, but it doesn't... It's not... None of it's bad. None of it's bad. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really enjoyable. I mean, just turn around in the Batmobile, just bringing it down whenever you want, uh, in mid-glide down or whatever. You can even use it as like a... Uh, in special takedown moves. Although I've, I, I haven't figured out how it does that, but yeah, there are special, you know, Batmobile-assisted takedown moves and stuff like that. Nice. So yeah, and there's also there's puzzles and stuff where you got to pull, use its winch to pull levers and stuff, and like change bridges. And there's all they're, they're very heavy on the puzzles, on the like level-based puzzles in this one. Um, yeah, there's a lot of variety in there, and it looks incredible. I'm still loving it. I'm about 51% through it. I feel like I've been playing it for like 30 hours, and I'm about I'm about 50% through it. Wow. I can't get enough. This is definitely the best. Is there anything you don't like? Yeah, so far, 
it's Rin... You know, like how, okay, in Arkham Asylum, you went into a building and that was like a dungeon, right? <laughs> it had its own set logic, kind of like a Zelda dungeon. It would have its own mechanic or two. And it would be a whole adventure based entirely in this one building or something. And then, you know, and you could spend a day or two evenings or whatever trying to get through this thing and solve whatever puzzles were in there and come out the other end fight a boss or whatever and then emerge victorious out of that building and then you go and do another adventure somewhere else it's missing that there doesn't seem to be any in like uh interior dungeons of any consequence like there are interiors that you go in all the time but they're not that big it's only like a couple of rooms here a couple of rooms there all of the Joker ones seem to be indoors or down in caverns, but they, you know, they're usually just like racing tracks and things like that. There's nothing like, you know, like in Arkham City, the first thing you did was you went into that big museum where the penguin was. Right. Like that, that was a dungeon. That was like self-contained. It had an awful lot of cool stuff in there, you know, its own specifics and things like that. And like, you know, the botanical gardens in Arkham Asylum, like that kind of thing. They all, they were all self-contained dungeons and you, you could kind of, swallow up in you know bite-sized pieces and then completely deal with the situation in that and move on they don't have this in this at least not that i found the the nearest thing i've been to so far was that there's a harley quinn situation in a movie studio and you have to go to different sound stages to kind of do things but it's really just it just boils down to a bunch of fighting and a couple of puzzles it's not really a big deal but yeah so far i've missed that i've really missed that um but i mean yeah Really, there isn't much I don't like about that game, apart from that. There's a lot to like. There's an awful lot to like. Um, like I was saying before, the Batmobile controls could be better. Like The the uh, default is accelerate on the right trigger, which is driving around mode. And the left trigger isn't brake, it's turn into hover tank. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> brake is actually the square button. I thought when you pressed the left trigger, you, you saw see- the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> no, so. you no, you turn into a hover tank these days. <laughs> Press the left trigger to, to turn be a hover tank. <laughs> <laughs> so, Perfect. Exactly. So yeah, it's a couple of foibles. Um, oh, that is one thing I don't like, and I do want to bring this up. There is way too much thug chatter. Way too much hired goon chatter non-fucking-stop in this game. <laughs> they really need to tone that shit down with a patch. I really don't give a shit half the time. I've got stuff to do, and I've got places to be, and I've got, like, rooftops to look moody on. And I can't be having my ambience spoiled by this tinny voice. Hey, Joker, you know, like, all this stuff. Hey, Batman, I, next time I see Batman, I'm going to give him one of these, you know? Like, I don't, <laughs> and he's, like, you know, a mile away. Like, I, don't, I don't give a shit like, there's thousands of these idiots all over the city and that's all they are there's thousands of them there are no innocents in, in Gotham anymore everyone's left um, so so you gotta ask yourself why is he there <laughs> one thing um, but yeah that's there's way too much chatting from them way too much and you don't really need it it doesn't really it's not even mission specific sometimes it is but Nine times out of ten, it's just ambient chat and stuff. Um, yeah, so that, that I think that's enough about Batman for now. It's ten out Batman. of ten. Batman, fantastic. It you know the legacy is it, it's still intact. It's a 
amazing, amazing. It's a masterclass in how to make a Batman game. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Nice. <laughs> yep. The other thing I've been playing is Elite Dangerous. Uh, Have you ever nothing, played that? Uh, yeah, it's about space. Spache. Spache. Um, the only difference is I decided to uh, take one step closer to space. Oh. Uh, yeah, and I got a track IR. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, so I'm, I, I'm moving my face in space, if you will. <laughs> Um, yeah, it tracks head movement so I can look all around my cockpit like this. And it's nice. all fun. It's all fun and games. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's nausea-inducing at times. I just kind of, kind of sit there and kind of work through it. Um, and I'm having some weird detection glitch problems. I think it's mostly reflections coming from the windows and stuff that's like throwing it off. Like when I look at a certain angle, it'll shoot down there, but it's always in the very same place. So I think it's because it, the light's catching it in a weird angle. Nice. So there's that. Um, and that is it really I'm sure I've played other things but whatever I've talked long enough and Batman's more than worth price of entry for this week's podcast so we should probably move on to you and I, I want to know what you John Lavallee L-A-V-A-L-L-E have been playing I have been playing a couple things one of them has not been the Batman hey it's Stu Leckie. go ahead Stu Leckie's there S- yeah, we got Dwayne sure. in there too hey Dwayne <laughs> he's uh, Dwayne's odds right yeah very interested in Civil War. What? Except Guardians. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Marvel Civil War. Oh, okay, okay. They're all talking amongst themselves. What's uh, up, chat room? Well, it all started with superheroes and Batman. It did. Yep. All right, so I uh, finished Wolfenstein, The Old Blood. Wolfenstein? Yes. Um, I finished a game. It's been a long time. Really? Yes, because usually I'm just playing games... And yeah. then starting another one. I do a lot of that. Yep. I do a lot of that. Uh, especially when the things that pop up for free. <laughs> right. Did you Steam sale much of anything? Uh, I don't think I bought shit. Did I? I think I talked about it last. I can't remember if there's anything I got, though. Yeah, actually, I think you did mention something. Oh, Fight the Dragon. And, there you and go. I didn't play that yet. But that's something All that right. you talked about before, too, that you wanted to see. Oh, the one we could make your own dungeons and shit. Yep. Yes. All right, that one. cool. And, uh... Oh, Hand of Fate. That's right. Hand of Fate. Hand of Fate. And you'd played Massive Chalice as well, I think. Yeah. Or was that the week before? You would like Hand of Fate. A Hand of Fate. Just Hand of Fate. Just Hand of Fate? Yep, Hand of Fate. Just? <laughs> Not a Hand of Fate. <laughs> <laughs> and Hand. Hand of Fate. <laughs> Let me type this shit in. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, anyway, yeah. So, uh, beat Wolfenstein. Um, thought the final boss was uh, a little challenging. <laughs> I heard it's a bitch. Yeah, I mean, it's it, not that it was like brutal. It was just more annoying, I think. Right. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't too bad. Um, did you feed, did you beat the old old blood? No. Um, I got. I'm in the midst of the zombie invasion. Um, in the village. Okay. So um, yeah. you had she a hard time. Do you, you have a hard time with the dog? Which dog? The big dog. Which big dog? The metallic dog across the bridge before the zombies? Yes. Or, uh, no, I actually had a surprisingly easy time with the dog. It so ran that. at me and I backed away scared, thinking I was going <laughs> to die at any minute. And I ended up just by pure coincidence walking between two lampposts. <laughs> and it couldn't get me. 
That's perfect. So I just unloaded rockets into it until it died. Um, I, I feel like Fish and Fraser said that they, that was a or they they had a, they're mentioning something that was a difficult time with That's, that one. So for me, it came out. I posted it. Well, it came out and I ran into a like a little closet door area. Right. And then I peeked out and he had run all the way to the end and is just standing there with his back to me. And then I just kind of walked away. <laughs> so, so we both technically cheesed it. In a way, yeah. I'll um, take it. I'll take cheese in it. It was, it was perfect. Yeah. Um, no, it's good though. Uh, I thought the humor was nice. When you um, when you pull the boat out, there's a shotgun. And then you it. see a hacksaw. You start cutting it. Then you see a zombie and he cuts it faster. Yeah. My favorite part, right, just like just after you you kill that dog, you've got to open you gotta press a button inside of her pillbox room, but you like oh you gotta open a door. And you you know how he uses the the pipe for everything? Yeah. He opens this one by like you smash the window and he just pokes the door handle with it until it opens. It's like the most unsophisticated use of the pipe yet, but it's like because it's a door and he has a pipe, he's got to use the two together. And he just like pokes it through the window. It's great. It's perfect. No, it's it's good. There's a lot of on the nose stuff. Um, I don't know. Really I mean, well done. Really well done. So, would you think? Do you think I should play the new order though? Um, okay, they're they're a little bit different, like. New Order was unbelievably good, like surprisingly good. Blew my socks off. I was not expecting to like that, and I got as far as maybe the third level, and I was like, fuck this. This is going to be one of those games where I'm supposed to like it, but I don't. Right. Um, And I was all set to not bother, but of course Fraser was like just constantly talking about how good it was, Um, and I just couldn't ignore it, so I picked it back up and carried on. I actually bumped the, the difficulty down, uh, to easy for me because that I think the fact that I kept having to repeat things over and over again was a problem, right? And uh, yeah, because of that, um, I got a lot further a lot quick. Oh yeah, oh that's what did it. That's what did it. Uh, my son came home, decided to play it with his friend, and started from the beginning. And that's one of those games where you only have one save. And it'll it'll basically erase your previous progress and start again. And he'd got as far as the part where you're just about to interrogate that German officer, like really early on. Um, and so, and I was like, okay, fine, screw it. But I just one day I was bored or something. I, I cranked it on easy and just blasted through it. Got right back to where I was before and carried on. And that game is is really really good. It's got a different feel there's more depth to it than um old blood old mm. blood's more like it's old blood is like an arkham asylum situation to me it's all situated in one place that has a very strong sense of place and it's like the environment is is an obstacle is it's an enemy as much as the inhabitants right because like you start at the at the very base of this thing and work your way up um and then back and escape it at the end um uh d- just that idea is it's it's almost like a like a B movie kind of pulp kind of adventure, right? I mean the fact that they are, they advertise it just like that really. Um but New Order is very much like a, a a modern telling of a tale. But they sell it very well. I don't know how they do it, but they do manage to sell these absurd characters very well. Um 
it's it's kind of hard. To, I guess it's just I think that whoever they got to kind of control the facial animations uh, for Blaskovich in the main game um, are that's probably about fifty percent of what gives that game its its soul. I think because um, that guy sees some shit. Like he's he sees some horrendous, horrific shit um, in person, up close, and he goes through the ringer, and he's like the most soul crushed, just destroyed on the inside, fighting machine that just isn't. It's all he is left, and he doesn't like what he's left. Like you know, it's, there's yeah. not much left of him, um, and you know the music is like it's. Even if though it's thrash metal, it's tragic. Uh, the situation is dire and desperate and tragic, um, and the fact that you're just this small militia against this overwhelming, almost Roman Empire-style force um, that are like firmly entrenched across the world now—it just seems so completely impossible and defeatist. And yet, you're doing these little covert missions here and there. Um, and you know, and it's just furthering this story of this resistance and this band of folks, and you know, people lay down the line, the, the lives for this stuff. It's it somehow they managed to inject an awful lot of legitimacy into this stupid idea, basically, <laughs> and they managed to sell it well with good characters and stuff, and uh, and really excellent, um, uh, I guess, cinematography, like good angles, good shots, good editing, good cuts. Um, cameras in the right deep place cuts. at the right so deep some solid <laughs> deep fat cuts um, the deepest of cuts um, yeah it's it, everything about that game is way better than it has any right to be and if it's on sale buy that shit uh, I think like, it is everywhere. yeah honestly it's it hasn't left my Xbox hard drive since I installed it a year and a half ago I think it was totally worth it um so, yeah. So that's that. What else uh, you've been playing? Oh, so, God. Yeah, so now I'm trying to finish things I've started, right? So... <laughs> I'll, let you off. I'll let you off on this one if you want. So Assassin's Creed Unity. Right. Um, it's janky. Right. I wouldn't say broken. I would. It's... <laughs> It's close. It's Ubi. <laughs> it's it's Ubi as fuck. Um, things that are annoying. Uh, every time you load the game, it asks you to join. You play every goddamn time. If I say no, don't ask me again. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Right. Um, the load times are annoying. It takes a while to load. Yes. Um, You're on the Xbox, right? Xbox One. How's yeah. the how's the frame rate in like built up busy cities right now for you? It's not bad. Every now and then you notice a little lag, like a little stutter. Um, yeah, but overall it's not too bad. Interesting. See, for me on the PlayStation Four, it's awful. Mm-hmm. It's really bad in built up areas. It gets really, really choppy, really framey. I'm talking maybe like sub twenty. Like maybe fifteen to twenty. It's bad. It's nice. really bad. Yeah, it's so. not good. Um, I think the boosts are, are dumb. 
Like you have the health thing, you can get, yeah. get boosts, stealth boosts. I don't think that's something they should add in. It just complicates things. Um, yeah, it does. What else is bad? Well, it's what's not bad. Well, okay, here's one I'm more bad kill thing. Video because it's killing, it's crushing our connection. All right, I will do the same. There you go. Um, yeah. So the other bad thing. Um, yeah. Well, I think th- so. The name of this thing is the bad thing, right? So you can there's different things you earn points for. You earn the currency. You know, things you can spend points on, uh, or buy gear with, or right. upgrade your skills. One of them they decided to call them Creed points. And I only think of like the horrible band Creed. <laughs> so I just think that was a bad name, Creed points. It just doesn't sound. It just <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like oh, we didn't title this one. What should we do? We have you know we have to put this game out. Uh, uh, Creed points. It's called Assassin's Creed, right? <laughs> Creed points. Creed Good one, Jim. Promotion. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was a bad idea. Um, it really is a bad idea. So things that are okay, I think the traversal when you're climbing is all right. It's it's a little more smooth. Um, you know, you they can kind of a few nice things to like help you get around quick. I like the I like the one where you just hold down the go down button and he just climbs down. Yeah, and they kind of have own. the same thing for for even running, and you just kind of parkour over random obstacles instead of like you know the older ones you just run into it and just you just stop after going full sprint. Yep. Yep. You're like, oh, that was, that took me out. <laughs> um, I think the sequences and the chapters are a little more diverse, a little of the memories, uh, in yeah. terms of, you know, it's not just like, hey, go assassinate, you know. I think these are a little more robust, which is good, uh, when they don't stutter. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's... And then one thing, one other annoying thing is how you can jump into a co-op mission, because you just run by somebody who's looks like an npc almost like you're you're starting another mission and then you just you right. know you hit the i don't know b button or something like that so i was starting a brand new memory sequence and as i was jumping across to a roof i was holding that button and there was a guy right there <laughs> for some reason oh. on the roof and it just and then it just left the mission and went into a co-op mission <laughs> so that was really bad yeah but then i, I played the co-op mission that was kind of cool see i didn't play any of that stuff um, I, I wasn't I, planning on it. Let me, <laughs> let me ask you this: like, I mean, you know, I, you've played all of the Assassin's Creed games up to this point, right? Like, you're no stranger to the AC games. Yeah, the only I didn't play Revelations, and I didn't play um, Civil War. Play as a child. <laughs> so, oh yeah, okay, yeah. So the the worst ones, basically. Um, right. Well, I didn't play that one because of. How what you talked about for that one? Yeah, no, yeah, that fucking stunk that the room out. That was awful. But I've done um, one, two, Brotherhood, um, half a Black Flag, but now I have it again since it's free this month. <laughs> is it free this month? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I started that game one. on the PS4, but I, I traded it in. That's actually a really good one. I think I might pick that up now. Now it's yeah, free. I enjoyed that one too. Yeah, that's fun. Um, I, I, do you do you not find yourself? complete like are you not getting tired of the assassin's creed formula at all um do you think there's more did you think they have more to say yeah i mean they have they have to do something different it's it is more of the same i mean it the nice thing for this one is that it wasn't italy anymore <laughs> you know right, either it was yeah. black flag and that i think black flag did more different than unity unity kind of took a step back right you know like black flag was like hey you can go on boats and 
catch whales. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and the environment was completely different because it was tropical. It wasn't. It was old beautiful. Euro- it was an old European city. Right. Yeah, um, it was beautiful. Yeah, so I think Black Flag was in the right direction, and then even some of the stuff you do like seem more puzzly. You know, like yeah. it was a little more. Uh, I don't know. I, with Unity, I'm just trucking through everything. I'm not, and I'm usually a completionist, and I don't really care. Right. <laughs> at this point. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm just like, all right, where's the exclamation point? I'm going to go launch another memory and just right. keep going through. And I think I'm on the sequence eight, and there's twelve, so I'm not far. Right. And the, the the funny thing is, I'm over halfway done with all the memories, but it says I'm twenty percent done with the game because all the stupid little things that they have you find. Like, I think that's at this point, I'm just like, you know, what? usually I'm a completionist, like I said, but in retrospect, you're like, that's just a sorry excuse. If you, if you didn't make all that, you could have made a better game. Yeah. Like you, you focus so much on these stupid things you have to find like treasure chests and, um, these little floating tokens in the air, <laughs> Yeah. you know, to find all these things. And I think that that's not important. You know, I mean, the chests are cool, but just let you stumble upon them and make them don't, don't make it like a an achievement thing and as something that you can do part of the game it's just like hey you can find a chest you can lockpick it and find some items or something but just have it naturally be there not something that you know i mean when you when you launch your map you have to sift through so much stuff just to find what you're looking for there's icons all over the place unity is the most offensively busy map i think i've ever seen in any video game ever made it's insane it's ridiculous it's way too insane there is way too much going on in that fucking game and none of it's interesting. That's the trouble. None of it's engaging. It's all pick up this thing, pick up that thing. That's all right. it is. All like Do repetitive I... mission one, repetitive side mission two, you know. Yeah. But, you know, the, the memories are okay. They're not too bad. You know, like the sequences are... I mean, a lot a lot of them are just assassinate and run, but I think the environments and, and the options are, are pretty unique. Yeah. You know, like one of them I had was... Um, there's a few different ways to distract some of the guards, and one of them was... Um, you know, you could either free a bunch of prisoners, you know, and then they start rioting, or there's a guy who had some explosives and, you know, you kind of protect him to get to another area to cause an explosion. You know, yeah. that was kind of cool. That And that and more options like that would be cool and less of the uh, find a bunch of crap. Right. <laughs> but Dwayne says um, he's looking forward to a, a oh, Rogue, Rogue, which is yeah. like Black Flag 2. Yeah. So... It's the oh phrases in there. Hey, what's up, Fro? Fumu, Frume, Frumer, Frish, Frist. So, um, yeah, you slag. Um, I mean, the thing is, like, I'm so apathetic towards any kind of Assassin's Creed now. Like, it, I, I got Unity because it was, hey, it's next gen and it looks gorgeous and it looks great. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. And I don't give a fuck, like, about anything that's going on in any game, any Assassin's Creed anymore. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's the exact same game over the exact same template and framework. They just dress that framework in, oh, it's medieval. Oh, it's, it's pirates. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's, you know, it's Jerusalem. It's France. Whatever. It's so completely devoid of of interest to me now. There's just nothing compelling in there anymore. If this was the first one ever, 
It would be fantastic. Yeah, uh, Dwayne's on the right track. Assassin's Creed needs to A, end, or B, not come out every year. Yeah. It, it really needs to do one of those two things. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> Thanks, early, early on, too, Miss the whole too. point was like they were supposed to come up to modern day at some point. Yeah, well, we're almost there now. I mean, it's going to be the fucking swinging sixties next time, probably at this rate. What is yeah. it like? Well, um, they're just they're they're milking it for all it's worth. Well, they're, they know people are going to buy it. And the, that's the thing, though. I mean, it's like way to kill, way to kill a potentially good idea. I mean, they they kind of set off on the wrong foot with the animus, in my personal opinion. I know yeah. Placky loves the animus storyline. I think he might be the only person on planet Earth that does, apart from the person that invented the animus, animus. storyline. <laughs> um, but it really serves no purpose other than to pull you out of the experience they're trying to sell you on and it pulls it takes you it removes your investment from this thing they're trying to get you invested in it's like such a weird kind of split purpose in that game it's like you got half the development teams working on the animus stuff half the teams working on being an assassin and at some point you're supposed to be both and the thing is like when you say when i say assassin's creed what do you think of you don't think of desmond sitting in his animus you think of the assassin doing the assassin's creed shit because that's the game they don't need the animus to have an assassin's creed game they don't need to justify having an assassin going around jerusalem picking up quests you don't need to justify that any more than just it's a game, here's your quests. Right. right? And there's a storyline within that quest line anyway to make the past part make sense within the scope of the anima storyline. But you can remove the anima storyline and keep everything else the same and you don't lose anything. Except you lose a piece of shit that doesn't remember. Yeah. Oh, it <laughs> So... Long story short, fuck Assassin's Creed. All right. Yeah, so moving on. Steve remembers the swinging six. Shut up, Stu. Um, all right. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> all right. English people don't get that. It's an American joke. Uh, it's shit until we play it. Are we going to talk about this when everyone's here? Um, that'd probably be a good idea. I'm not sure I want to talk about Castlevania with you in a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> no. We might need we might need more balance on that on that yeah. argument. I don't we'll know. We'll save it. But yeah. for those who don't know, it's a it's a new segment in progress. Yeah. If you haven't heard it. Um... it, it was born while I wasn't looking. It's called it's called, <laughs> called a shit until we play it. My personal preference would have been it's shit until we like it, which would have fed more directly into the previous statements that we that famous that phrase is famous for. True. Um it's shit until we like it. Uh, but Whatever. We'll, we'll go with whatever. But if we haven't likes. played it before. How can you like it if you haven't played it? Right. Uh, so. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. So Fish has got a few things. Yeah, I'm. All right. He's got a few things to say here. We're, we're going to we're gonna wait for him to come back. I just did a bunch of weird editing on that document and it's fucked it all up. All Oops. you did was hit enter once. Not too shabby. All right, cool. Um, let's move to some news. You want to do some news? News. All right, news. This is a great piece of news. The original news. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking new ground. I got a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. This just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? News from Japan. News from Japan. Japan. All right, cool. (laughs) Um, PlayStation 4 
has 70 to 9 that's quite a range 70 to 90% of EU console market share um this is dis- a destructoid article i'm not sure uh, they're they're not i mean you know they they can they can do some journalism but i'm not okay <laughs> this is what you get with destructoid like shuyashida crown king of europe um <clears throat> so so apparently, uh, according to the um, SCEE the pre- president, president, Jim, Jim Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Not Jack Ryan, of course. Right, um, or Doug Bowser. Yes, <laughs> Dick Bowser. <laughs> he says, so uh, President Jim Ryan says, we have a very significant market leadership. Well, we have a market leadership in every country in Europe and have a very significant market leadership in continental Europe. Extremely significant. I don't think market share is any less than 70%. I'm frequently greater than 90% in continental Europe. Um, he doesn't think. <laughs> I don't think. No, your business. Any less than <laughs> seventy. I'm frequently greater. Than, so it's rock solid. Take that to the bank. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Um. Yeah. So I'm I'm tired of this war. You know, and you know whatever PlayStation does well this time, Xbox is going to do well next time. It. It's like they kind of balance each other out. It's like, you know, it's like Cheech and Chong. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, it's like smoke. Ebony and Avery. It's like, it's those two. Um, it's like Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so, yeah, whatever. It's 70 to 90% is a huge range. I don't think that's him going on record with any fucking spreadsheets or anything. That's just him talking. Um, but, I mean... I'm not surprised, but Xbox was slow to get off the ground. I think it'll probably catch up over time, and I think it'll probably end the same way the last generation did, with them both about neck and neck. I think both having strengths and weaknesses. Uh, I think Xbox seems to be more dedicated towards giving, uh, you know, treating customers number one now, whereas Sony has kind of, I think once they got that first hundred meters of the marathon out of the way in their favor i think they kind of slowed down a bit um and they certainly need to do a hell of a lot more with that interface that they have and and stuff like that and their network's a piece of shit half the time i still um but you know microsoft's got some way to go with like proving to everyone that their xbox is actually performance comparative to playstation so i mean it's getting there but yeah they need well, to they need to get the message out there louder. They need some real they need some gears of war stuff out there to really, you know, start selling that again. Yeah. Well um, uh in regards to Microsoft in Europe, Phil Spencer actually spoke to Edge magazine and said that They're uh, more reputable. Said that we need to do better in Europe. <laughs> he says, uh, when I look globally, mainland Europe is definitely an area we want to focus on. Um and then just talks about how he's interested he's excited about Gamescom and trying to do get some traction over there. Um, That's fair. They're gonna they're gonna show Scalebound, Crackdown, and Quantum Break. I want to see Crackdown so bad. I don't care about Quantum Break. You didn't even say anything about Scalebound. <laughs> yeah, I'm indifferent to Scalebound until they show me something that's actually gameplay. Are you saying it's shit until you play it? It's shit until I play it. <laughs> it's shit until I like it. Which Both. of course I have to play it first. Um, yeah, so that's that story. Whatever. Good, good for Sony, I guess. And then, yeah, Phil. Okay. Warner Brothers has known for months... The Batman. ...how fucked the PC version of Arkham Knight was. This is a story on Kotaku. So, apparently... <laughs> Warner, 
I, I don't. Did anyone suspect otherwise? Did anyone suspect for a minute that Warner Brothers, like, <laughs> published mass market published, like millions of units of a PC version of their their number one fucking title without testing to see if it ran well on a computer? <laughs> really? Just, Does anyone suspect that that's not what happened? I just picture like a CEO corp, corp guy in front of a podium going, "Yep, we knew about it." And then you just that's all, folks. I mean, really, it's universally unplayable. Once you start fucking with that frame rate, what do you think? No, no one in the PC community is going to fuck with an INI file to get more frames. Fuck off. Really? Okay, yeah. it says. Uh, you can't buy Batman Arkham Asylum for PC right now. Yes, Warner Brothers pulled it from the store. PC version had critical performance issues. From what sources tell, sources tell Kotaku, however, this shouldn't have been a surprise for Warner Brothers. Quote. I think that's the same source that the uh, Sony guy got. <laughs> yeah, I will say. 70 to 90%? Listen, anyone can say it. Anyone on the street here. I will say that it's pretty rich for Warner Brothers to act like they had no idea this game was in such a horrible state, said one quality assurance tester who worked on the game for years. It's been like this for months, and all the problems we see now were the exact same unchanged almost a year ago. Surprise, surprise. I mean, I'm not sure. I know that Iron Galaxy aren't, you know, market leaders in PC uh, conversions. I mean, their their last main title was what? Divekick? Which might as well have been a fucking flash game for as much fidelity as that I thing. Think had. It was. <laughs> I think it was. Might have been. <laughs> so I mean, you know, I mean, why you would trust Iron Galaxy of all companies and Dave Lang, who's a fucking messed up human being to start with? Like, yeah, yeah. Here's here's our money maker. Please make this work on computers with the market that's most vocal about not being happy about anything. Um, yeah, that's like suicide right there. So. Yeah, anyway, as we all know, they pulled it from the shelves. It looks like uh, it's no secret. I'm not sure this is even news. I didn't suspect for a minute that Warner Brothers wasn't aware that they pushed this shit out the door and it was broke. We made a Batman game? We did, we, what? <laughs> what bat? Man what? Um, yeah, so anyway, so that's that. I, I, who cares? Speaking of making games. Speaking of... No... <laughs> This is true. I was surprised about this. Nolan North. <laughs> you think he'd know better. You think yeah. he would know better. You think he would also have had a chapter ass after not being asked back for uh, Metal Gear Sorry Do um, Phantom Pain. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Nolan North doesn't give a fuck anymore. Dishes dirt on Uncharted 4's development. <laughs> yeah, well, and- one, I mean, one of the things they talked about, you know, they had asked him, like, you know what happened when Hennig left and they got rid of eight months of work, but he said, Oh, he also <laughs> other people's work and it's, you know, it's still in the right direction. Yeah. So it's That's... not like it's going to be something totally different, even though they got rid of everything that she did for eight months. <laughs> yeah. I mean, regardless of like anything that actually did happen with that game, it's still coming out next year and it looks spectacular. I don't, th- I mean, you see a lot of, I mean, look at doom. I'm sure doom got built and scrapped at least three times. Um, but whatever, who cares? Like, I have serious issues with voice actors who were essentially an asset within a game at that point being treated as, like, sources of dirt and 
and skinny on internal game development stuff. Because really, the most that they get to see is them creating the final product. They're in a sound booth for days. They're on a they're in a big fucking tennis ball court with ping pong balls all over them for weeks. Like I don't see how they have any kind of authority to dish globally some bullshit that's going on in some developer office for weeks like across town. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like I if they you know fine Nolan North says yeah I, I'm pretty sure they're working on Last of Us 2 which he did. Um I still wouldn't treat that as anything solid. I mean, put that in the rumor bin, right? Who yeah. cares? I mean, just, you know, I mean, they could fire him tomorrow and decide to not... He has no... It's like, just because he says it doesn't mean anything. He might have known it was being made. It might be being made now, but the decision could be made to scrap it tomorrow, and he's not involved at all. Like, it, it's like he has no agency in anything. It's like, just because they bring him in to voice an actor, he has no active agency within the making of that game. All the politics within the studio. Like, nothing. At all. I hate when people start citing, like, voice actors for shit. Wait, ready? It's like this. Hey, Steve. Yeah? Uh, they're making Last of Us 2. What? You heard, it, you heard it here on Game Punchers. Yeah. There you go, folks. You can read that in Polygon tomorrow. You can. They're making Last of Us 2. Why? John said it. Yep. John Game said Punchers. It. Yep. I mean, that's pretty much all it is. There's no authority apart from the fact that, yeah, they probably know it's being made because they're working on it. But, no, yeah. again... Well, yeah, the, it's, it's, I mean, it is the Last of Us team on Uncharted now, so... Right, exactly. Druckman. Same dudes. Yeah. The other thing, too, is, I mean, there's so many times that things are posed as a leak, but they're intentional. Yeah, they It's called are. marketing. It is. It's I called, mean, these guys aren't stupid. called hype. It is called hype. I mean, they're, they're not stupid. I mean, there is going to be a slip-up every now and again. Buzz. But... Mm. I don't know. Whatever. Video games. Charts, my friend. You ready for Ch- charts? Charts, yep. Charts! Charts! Boink. Where are they? You got them. All right. For the uh, West, coming at number 10, Final Fantasy Heaven Sword for Square Enix. Coming at number 9, Fraser's favorite, Destiny. Destiny. Think they're popping up because of the Taken King pre-orders. Yep. All that good stuff. <laughs> yep, plenty of them. Yep. Command number eight. EA Happy Canada Day. Ah. Coming in at number seven is Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Advanced Warfare. From Sledgehammer Games. <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> Command number six is GTAV. Command number five is a game that Steve did not talk about today, and we all probably would have bet money. Uh, the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Batman saved your asses like you have no idea. <laughs> like you have no idea. Yes. Uh, the Witcher 3. Coming at number four, Yoshi's Woolly World. What? Is that out? That shouldn't um, be out yet. Pre-orders? Well, uh, what, pre-orders are already pumped. Come on. What? How is Yoshi's Woolly World? Because I need, I need to buy that. Like, seriously. Like, if it's that, I'm fucking buying that shit. I've been waiting for it forever. Yoshi's Woolly World release date, you ask. Go. June 25th. So it's out. Really? Yep. 
Really? It's out now? That's, um, yeah, it's July now, Steve. That's how time works. Oh my god! Alright, I, I, I gotta go. <laughs> Yoshi! Uh, I gotta go. Steve's hot on Yoshi. Um, super fucking hot on Yoshi. There, and we, the, and the developer's called Good Feel. What? Um, number... Okay. T- what? <laughs> I'm gonna turn my camera on again. Uh, coming at number three is the Elder Scrolls Online. <clears throat> Sorry. Coming at number two. Mm. Can I get some of the theme music? Lego Jurassic World. <laughs> and number one. Batman. The Batman. Batman. Arkham Knight. Batman. <laughs> Who are you? Alright. <laughs> so, I, is, are you ready? <laughs> it's, it's about time. Alright. Number 10 for the 3DS is Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Number 9 for the PlayStation Vita, The Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky Evolution. Uh, 8 for the PlayStation 4 is The Witch Show. 3, Wild Hunter. Uh, 7 for the Wii U, Mario Kart 82. 6 for the PlayStation Vita, Minecraft PlayStation Vita Edition. Uh, 5 for the 3DS, Dragon Ball G Extreme Botuden. Uh, 4 for the PlayStation 4, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition. Uh, 3 for the Wii U, Spratoon. <laughs> Spratoon. Uh, 2 for the 3DS, Return to Papa Rock. A story of seasons, fairy tale. Uh, 1 for the 3DS, Rhythm Hero. The best plus. That is the charts. And, and oh. I went with Splatoonu last week. Spratoon, <laughs> Splatoonu, <laughs> Spratoon. All right, That's quiz amazing. no. It's quiz, I win. Next. Hey. <laughs> All right, so we have. Uh, do we have any community questions? So um, we do, but I thought it was a pretty big one from Wyatt. I thought we could save it for to, the group. Okay, that's fine. Uh, is there anything out here in? I just put um. This list of people is from today. We had a lot of uh, a lot of mentions and, and discussions on Twitter, so I figured if you want to run through some names, I can run through some names, and then we can stick a fuck in it. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> okay, thank you, <laughs> thank you to everybody, um, and the following, especially the real Defoe, Gary DeFelici. Darth Chipper, Katie Stubbs, Chris Williams, Stulecki, Robin Brown, Ethel the Frog, Dastardly Jabby, Chris, Daniel Silver, Mike Chin, Ian Chadwick, and Richard Natras, as always, <laughs> and Dwayne, <laughs> and Wyatt Mayer, and Fraser Moo. <laughs> and fish. Those are the names. Those are the names. <laughs> All right. I think we should probably wrap this up, John. You want to take us home? Yeah, of course. Uh, right, we then. are on Twitter at Game Punchers Pod. I am at John LaValley. I am at Chambango. You can get Fraser at Fraser Moo. 
and fish at the Zedithith. The Zedithith! The Zedithith! The Jesus Fish. Uh, we have a website, it's gamepunchers.com. Mm-hmm. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Because it'd be nice. Yep. Uh, thanks again to San Pellegrino. Indeed. <laughs> for sponsoring this episode. Brother Ninja! <laughs> Uh, if you haven't left a review or rating, please do so because it helps. Tell your friends. And if you wanted to send an email to us like Wyatt did today Indeed. that we're going to read next week. Why, it's me. It's GamePunchersPod at gmail.com. Sweet. Adatcom. All right. Um, so thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all in the chat there. Uh, Fraser Moo, there he is. <laughs> uh, Stu Lecky. Who else did we get in there? We got, um, who else were we talking about? Dwayne. Uh, Wyatt May and she's probably not here anymore. What was her name? Uh, uh, Pandy or something? Panda unit corn something. Someone was in called Quickscope Seven Twenty Bo Tube that deleted all of their messages. Oh no, I banned them. Oh, you, you, what was it all? Was it all delicious? I don't know if you saw the chat, but he kept filling the whole chat window with emoticons. Oh, okay. So nice. I was like, no, that's not cool. Well, thanks for joining in, though. Um. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. So thank you for listening. Uh, we do appreciate it. We, uh, we wouldn't go without you. So, um, so until next time, wizard. As soon as you are able.